This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. to the next installment of Geekiest Show Ever. Oh yeah, everybody! We got, yeah. a, we got a special show for you today. Yes, tonight, right now. this morning. Whatever you want Fill it. in the blank. Whatever you want it to be. Mad Libs. We are recording this right after we recorded our last episode. 49. Or 48. 48. This is 49. This is 49. And 48, we talked about Halo. Justin played uh, the guitar a little bit. He whipped that out. Um... We want to show off the amp. We want to show off the amp. We talked about that. Uh, we both talked about uh, Justin drinking cast number 16. I was going to say number 9 for some reason. You know what? I get those mixed up all the time. Yeah. Um, we also played a drinking game. Yes. And um, we're both pretty... We're uh, both... I wouldn't say hammered or slammered. We're drunk enough. But we're pretty buzzed. Mm-hmm. Like on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you be right now? I scale one to ten. I might be a six or seven. A six, yeah. I'm at like a six. Okay. Because, but you know what? Six is pretty drunk compared to a zero. Yeah. And um, <laughs> which well, is what well, I typically the, am. The drunken game we played last episode was uh, we we busted out our lie detector test. Our our ultra professional, ultra internationally spy renowned. It's legit. And um. And Justin is never tells a lie, pretty much, because he can formulate any questions. I formulated some questions before the show started, just, you know, ABP, always be prepared. And so it turned to, I'm just going to ask Justin these questions. If he gets it right, I have to drink a shot of tequila. 1800, by the way. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, you did not pour the shots with the cap, though. No, I didn't, because that's stupid. Um, and uh, <laughs> you turn off that music kind of threw me off a little bit. I'm sorry. I realized that we had like three seconds before it just cut out. Yeah. So I had to do just a quick fade, fade. fade it out. A That's quick good. Fade. Um, Justin surprisingly tells the truth a lot. <laughs> and, uh, more than you thought, right? More than I thought. And, uh, although you gave me very softball questions. Uh, for our restrictions, that's the best I could do. Absolutely. Well, we talked about that because we took a quick five-minute break to yeah. go inside and get some very delicious... I'm going to give a quick shout-out to M&M's here. The M&M the ice M&M cream Corporation. Cookie. Yes, it's uh, two cookies with M&M's in them instead of chocolate chips, uh, and in between is a delicious and The cookies taste a lot cream. like cookie dough. I'm just saying. Yeah. Makes sense, though, I think. Like, I don't think you should be surprised by that. No, not at all. And so, I'm not going to lie to y'all, everybody out there. We may or may not be slightly buzzed. Uh-huh. Uh, take that for what you want. Yeah. But what we're going to do on this epi- on this episode... We're of- recording the same way the guys who do the MyMac podcast record. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is why we're different. Everyone knows that... GSC right now is different than all the other shows on the MyMac network. A, because we're the youngest hosts. B, By far. <laughs> B, we're, we're just different. And that's why 
That's why we're good on this because everyone likes a little bit of variation, a little bit of change. That's kind of what we do. We're the change of pace podcast well, on the My Mac Network. Even Tim said he can't talk about Macs twenty four seven. Yeah, you need an outlet for stuff other than computers. And let's be honest, right? If you listen to this network, odds are you're a computer guy. Yeah, which, which is cool. I mean, we're all a we're all aboard. We love my my Mac Network and my Macs. Max. <laughs> In fact, your cat is named Max. My cat is named Max. After Max, though. After the Max computers. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do on this episode, we're going to talk some old Nickelodeon shows. Stuff we grew up with. Stuff we grew up with because Justin over there is how old? 26. I am 23. We grew up in the 90s. He was born in 84. I was born in 88. We grew up watching Nickelodeon 90s. Yeah, my my formative years were uh, early slash mid to mid 90s. And mine was mid 90s to late 90s, uh-huh. which a lot of this kind of covers. Mm-hmm. And so... Sorry, yeah, we yeah, are. We're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't time that very well, did we? <laughs> we may... <laughs> We may or may not have the drunk munchies right now. Oh, yeah. Um, so what we're going to do... And it's hot in here. We're eating ice cream. We're going to roll through some of the 90s Nickelodeon shows. This you know, is pretty freeform, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like, like we don't have like, okay, next show we're going to talk no, about is... It's, we're just going to be like, hey, do you remember when we were watching Fill in the Blank? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that weird or cool or sucked or something? Yeah. And, um, and in between, there will be like a... A commercial or two. Yeah. And so if if you didn't grow up in the nineties, if you know, you're a big you're a big Mac user and you're, and you're like, Oh, let's see what Geekiest Show Ever is about. Well, this is what we're gonna talk about. Yeah. If you're not a fan of Nickelodeon nineties shows you didn't do your research, sir. Then I I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. I really don't know how much you're gonna enjoy this podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we're going to be talking about stuff that is great that most people haven't yeah, discovered. I'm just, I'm just trying to keep it real. No, and we appreciate that's one thing I love about this yeah, show. Yeah, and so that's what we're doing. We're talking '90s Nickelodeon shows, and it's it's awesome because there is a station out there on Directv, which is what we have, right? Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, it's channel 303, I believe. And all they do at night is show old Nickelodeon shows. So if you're like me, you're you're nocturnal. If if you fall asleep before midnight and you're it's a given you're gonna wake up at like two in the morning and be wide awake because mm-hmm. it's like you just took a nap. Yeah. If you're like me, you're gonna stay up until one, two, three, maybe even four in the morning, even though you got stuff to do at like ten AM. <laughs> That's what you're gonna do. You're gonna stay up. You gotta do something while you're up. You got you're gonna watch TV. Yes. And my default now I fall asleep to my TV. Yeah. You sleep with TV on, I sleep with TV off. It's a huge argument whenever we're on vacation we together yeah. and we room together. <laughs> um he also likes it really cold. I like it not really cold. <laughs> that doesn't mean I like it really hot, just not cold. But anyways, and so my default channel now is uh, it's three in the morning. God, I, I don't, don't want to watch the same. Ep- the <laughs> I don't want to watch the same episode of Sports Center 
for the third time. <laughs> Although, whenever we are on vacation, that tends to be yeah. the default because <laughs> everyone's got ESPN. The default now is 303 90s Nickelodeon. And they show all the old 90s shows. So, it got me thinking let's talk about the 90s Nickelodeon shows. Because we, that's what we both watched. When we were kids, that's our default. Default was Nickelodeon. Absolutely. And that was during the 90s, hence 90s Nickelodeon. Um, so let's, let's jump right into it. Okay. Um, Do you have any shows you want to come up with? Yes. I have a show there. that, uh, and we talked about this. Um, let me see if I can pull the, uh, oh, you know what? I don't have Safari plugged into the soundboard. But it's... Or, I'm sorry, into Wiretap Anywhere, which would then plug it into what you guys can hear. Okay. So I won't play it, because I don't even have pulled it up yet. But a show that I remember thinking, yeah, you know what, it's okay. But you, I uh, showed you a little bit of it uh, a while back. Okay. And we both agreed that it was very bad. Okay. Hey, dude. Hey, dude was hey, bad. Hey, dude. The only good thing about Hey Dude was it had Christine Taylor And it was it. a little wild and a little strange <laughs> when you make your home out on the ranch. That's all, I'm gonna, that's all I think it needs to be said. I can, <laughs> I can honestly say that whenever I saw Hey Dude come on Nickelodeon when I was a kid, I, I turned the channel. Start your horse and come along. Anything else? Something wild if you can't hold on. <laughs> Singing yippee ki yay yay I was never... Uh, I, I, I really I don't Yippee remember the next Kai one. Yai, what? <laughs> like the Cowboys say. I do remember. Sing it again now. <laughs> Yippee Kai Yaye. Yippee Kai Yaye. Get along, little doggies, till the break of day. Okay. I never watched this show. <laughs> I w- because you and me, you and me, we've grown up in Texas. We're Texans. We're full blood. Texans. Born in Texas, live in Texas. We've never lived Texas. anywhere else. Correct. You're 26. I'm 23. We've not lived anywhere else but in Texas. Yes. Mostly in the correct. Dallas area, a little bit in San Antonio where we were first born. Yeah. And a year in Mesquite, which is Dallas. Dallas never area. Mind. And um, I'm, I know I'm speaking for you when I speak for me <laughs> when I'm saying we hate, hate, ultra hate the, the country stereotype. Absolutely. Like whenever... If, like I'm a we, technology like we, enthusiast. People been, don't. People ask me if I ride a horse to school. We've been work. we've been to England before. Oh yeah. People we say yeah we're from you know we're from the states. Oh what you know which one? We're from Texas. Oh so do y'all have belt <laughs> buckles and spurs on your you ride boots a horse to and work? ride a horses to work? Uh, uh, F, no, F no, no we don't. That's I not drive us. a BMW, sir. <laughs> I I hate country music. I know Justin hates country music. With a passion. Bluegrass um, is okay. Though. I really hate anything else country. Mm-hmm. And Cowboy hats will be the death of America. There's nothing I hate more than the country stereotype, the Texas stereotype, because all my friends listen to country music. They all do. And they're Cody like, does. And they're like, oh, you don't like country music. F no, I don't like country music. The question should be, you like country music? And because just because I don't ride horses and wear plaid shirts tucked into tight blue jeans, <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm not Texan. And you, have you it just means another, I'm not your kind of Texan. Another fa- another like Texan thing, or at least a cowboy quote-unquote thing, is to have one of those wallets. It's like the size of a checkbook. 
Yeah. Sticking out of your pocket, like a regular-sized pocket, if not smaller than normal. Yeah, I have a money clip. Yeah. It's made of metal. It holds my credit cards and my bills. And that's all I need. It's small. Now, fits in my pocket. I don't bu- need a 12-inch diameter wallet yeah. made of, like... My buffa- money doesn't need made to Made of be- buffalo skin... Yeah. To I don't, hold all my stuff. I don't have anything against my money being folded in any such way. Yeah, right. Uh, but, however, out of the both of us, you're the only one who drives a truck. I do drive a truck. Um, that's, that's so you can handle all your ranch duties, yeah, I'm assuming, better. So I can move all the barrels of hay yeah. that I have and stuff. Um, Bales, not barrels. Whatever. So what we're <laughs> saying is, hey, dude, was not my thing. No. Not my thing. I can't imagine it was your thing. No. The only thing that was on there was cool was Christine Taylor because she's hot. Yeah, and uh, the Indian guy. You thought the Indian guy was hot. No, no, no. But looking back on it. He uh, was kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> no, it's just, it's, it was, it's an interesting stereotype, right? Uh, I believe it's, the character's name was Danny. Maybe okay. if you want to Wikipedia this, just to make sure I'm telling the truth nah, here. I don't want to. Okay. Uh, but, um, yeah, he was the Indian guy on the ranch who, like, if you had any questions about anything nature-wise or how to take care of this horse, maybe, or this horse was sick, and by the end of the episode, we're... Clearly going to have to put it down. Uh-huh. But you're going to tell us about the spirit of the horse or, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you had the token Indian who knew how to get things done. <laughs> okay. Then you had the, the typical, like, California surfer guy who keeps trying to... Calabunga, dude. <laughs> who had a shell and a, and a <laughs> orange uh, bandana <laughs> across his out. eyes where he had holes cut out. <laughs> <laughs> and we had nunchucks. No, uh, you had like the 90, or I'm sorry, the uh, the surfer guy, kind of California, like kind of, you know, whatever. The dude who was always trying to get into what's-her-name's pants. What's her name? I don't know. Christine, Chris, Christine Taylor. Yeah. What's her real name? Yeah, and who... Because she's right now married to Ben Stiller. Yes. And she's pretty hot. She was in her day. She's old now. Uh, Older. Would you or would you not tag? It depends on how so she it's looks a, It's a camera. yes or no question. I don't know. I don't know. It should be yes. <laughs> but you're way, you're like a sucker for the blondes. In theory. No, in fact, and in practice, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I feel pretty confident in saying that. I am... Self-admitted, by the way, Travis. Well, here's the thing. I've had... I think I stated the last show, I've had like five girlfriends. Serious girlfriends, though, but that doesn't count like they, one night stand. Four or five of them... I should have asked no, I'm, you... That's what I'm saying. Four or five of them have been blondes. So it's well do- documented that I've been with my fair share of blondes, that I've dated my fair share of blondes, what I meant to say. Um, While you're talking, I'm going to heat up the popcorn. Heat up the popcorn. I am, like, if you were to cate- categorize me as a blonde guy, a brunette guy, a redhead guy, I would probably be the first to tell you I'm a blonde guy. But I'm not, I'm not uh, just. Exclusively? Yeah, exclusive blonde. I appreciate my my first girlfriend ever was a redhead. My second girlfriend ever was a brunette. Everyone else since then has been blonde. But I ha- you know, that's not saying I'm exclusive to one or the other. And uh 
I really don't know where I was going with this or why I was put on the spot to talk about what kind of girls I like. But um, you said you would tag Christine. I, I did say I would tag Christine Taylor because she's she's good looking. She's very attractive, as we in the business like to call her. Um, I'm back. And uh, that was if there was one reason to watch Hey Dude, that was the reason. Okay. Okay. On to the next one. Uh, you mentioned uh, last episode, Doug. Doug. Now, here's the thing. I remember whenever you and I were both very, very into uh, Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. especially the animated Nickelodeon shows. Yeah. We would constantly be uh, arguing which was better. Doug, which is what I said. Or Rugrats. Or Rugrats, which is what you said. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, looking back on it, <laughs> that's so loud. <laughs> We're both using dynamic microphones that have pretty good noise uh, Pick up just projection. About whatever's around it. Yeah, I mean, well, it's got very, very good noise rejection, which means off in the background, I'm sure as you heard as I was talking, we have them turned up a little bit louder than normal. However, usually. <laughs> That would be like condenser microphone type stuff. Like you can pick up what's going on outside. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, anyways, anyways. Anyways, so I would always be saying, dude, Doug is better. You'd be saying, no, Rugrats is better. Growing up, Rugrats was my favorite show bar none. Yeah. Bar none. Um, now, I, let me, before you answer, let me ask a quick question. Have you seen the Rugrats? Because I haven't. Okay. Have you seen the Rugrats where they're like grown up? Uh, wasn't a fan. So you've seen it? I've seen it a long time ago. I remember thinking this isn't nearly as cool. Now, what was the whole dynamic between all the characters? Because it's totally different if you're all grown up. Because the whole idea of Rugrats was like the way you see things as a little kid. Like the one that, that, whatever you're thinking about it in that way, that sticks out the most in my mind is the light in the refrigerator. Okay. You remember that one? Uh, Refresh my memory. I don't remember the entire like storyline, but they... We're associating the light that's that comes on when you open the refrigerator. Uh-huh. They were associating that with some other thing that they thought like governed life, so to speak. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, you you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you don't, well, well, no. Well, well, what about it? Well, no. I just remember like that was the type of stuff that that Rugrats dealt with. The okay. way you see certain things as a little kid, and if they're all grown up, it's like how. Can you make a show then where you can't all that is relate canceled to out? It as much, exactly, like the whole idea of Rugrats was how you see things as as a little kid. My uh, so, suddenly they're not little kids anymore; they're full grown adults. So, how could that even be Rugrats? My first memory when it comes to Rugrats is uh, like the epi- the episode that sticks out the most to me in my mind was when Chucky, which was the redheaded uh, Rugrat. He swallowed a watermelon seed. And in his mind, this seed was going to grow into a watermelon and make him explode. Which is kind of good logic for a little kid. When you think about it, you, you know, if you're going out into the backyard, you, you plant a tree. You, you have a seed, and that seed grows into trees. And Chucky swallowed this watermelon seed, and, and he thought that... Uh, a watermelon was going to grow inside of him. 
He saw he was marked for death. And so all he was a dead man walking. All, all of the Rugrats had to they somehow shrink themselves. I don't remember how. But they shrunk themselves to where they could go into Chucky and like remove this seed or something. And for one reason or another seed. I, I don't know why. Uh that's just the Rugrats that sticks out to me. Okay. And I, I have watched Rugrats on this this station that I was talking about. It was on late at night, and I remember thinking, oh, this was my favorite show when I was a kid. Bar none, favorite show. Uh, I would watch, like, the audio commentary. Wow, this is so burnt. Yeah, that's pretty burnt popcorn. You, go. um, you got it? Yeah. And uh, it was my favorite show, and I watched it again. And it's funny that just about every episode I've watched on this station, whether it be all that. Uh, this is all that. Doug. Rugrats, you know, Hey Arnold. Ah, Real Monsters. Uh, I haven't seen that on there, but I, it's it's on there. I've just never seen it. That I, was after my time, too. I just remember yeah, that show. I remember just every episode. Like, when they showed an episode, I can remember what happened, pretty much. And um, Rugrats was always my favorite. Remember his last name? Tommy Pickles? Yeah, Pickles. Yeah. Um, but now, if you're asking me what's, what's better now, Doug or Rugrats, I would tell you Doug. Yeah. So I was proven right in that. Yes, you were. Congrats to that. Thank you. Did you ever watch Rugrats at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because as a kid, even though I would argue for Doug and against Rugrats, I would still rather watch Rugrats than whatever else was on any other channel. Rugrats or Hey Dude? Oh, Rugrats. Okay. Um... Hey show. dude was just one of those things that was on. Yeah, like I said, I never. Whenever Hey Dude was on, I I changed the station. Um, those Jackrabbits, them killer cacti. <laughs> hey dude, there you go. Um, or salute your shorts. Salute your shorts is one we need to bring up. I I really don't remember a lot of this except for the opening song. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't either. It makes that must have been one long summer though. <laughs> I know because the whole idea of Sleep Your Shorts was it takes place in a summer camp. Yeah, but there were several episodes. Yes, and it must have been one of those all summer camps, which basically means to me that no character on that show had a had parents who loved them. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're just gonna send them off for three months or whatever. Exactly, it is. or three seasons, maybe. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, I'd love to go back and watch some of those because I. I I can't remember the last time I've seen one. Mm-hmm. All I remember is the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let me ask you a quick question. What you did wasn't necessary. <laughs> it wasn't, yet it so was. <sighs> no, it wasn't. Um, Let me throw out an obscure show. Okay. The Adventures of Pete and Pete. I remember Pete and Pete. I was never a fan. When I hear Pete and Pete, let me tell you the episode I remember. Well, can I tell you? Can I? But you can say that. Let me just mention. You know who was involved at that show that you might not know? Who's that? Peter Jackson. Who's Peter Jackson? Director, and basically, out of everybody, the man most responsible for doing Lord of the Rings. Really? Yeah, like Peter Jackson. Okay. Uh, he's pretty big deal nowadays especially after lord of the Rings. yeah uh, like he owns his own production company and he was actually his production company 
was supposed to be the uh, the people who did the Halo movie, except District that fell Nine. Through, so they did District Nine. Yeah, but that was all Peter Jackson. He I don't remember what it was exactly he had to do with Pete and Pete, but uh, he was certainly involved. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, the episode of Pete and Pete, I remember it, which it might be the only episode I saw because I wasn't really a big fan of this show either. You know, this show was, I think, you might say it was ahead of its time a bit. A little and bit. It's, its comedy was much more for, like, older kids. Yeah. Um, was they were in school, and, like, for some reason they were the only kids in school. It was Pete, Pete, and this other chick. And for some reason they decided to go into the boys' bathroom. <laughs> and this chick... Obviously, had never been into the boys' bathroom before. It's a magical place. No one's going to deny that. It really is. And so she walks in. Where you walk on layers of pee. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, <laughs> and, she, and she sees the urinal. And it was the kind of urinal all guys know about that goes all extends all the way down to the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it starts like maybe belly, well, we belly button level goes all the way down to the floor. And she's like, "Oh, what are these? Are these foot washers?" And she turns the oh my god, she turns the flusher on, so water comes down. And she puts her foot in inside of this urinal, and does, she like, put, does her foot touch ground or is her foot hovering above ground? It's hovering above ground, okay. I think. Okay, Thank which god. isn't nearly as bad, but no, it's still it's not. For some reason, when I hear Pete and Pete, that's the scene I remember. Okay, I got a couple things to say about that. Number one, I have always wondered. What women would think if they saw the urinal? Like, how many women know about urinals? I would imagine that more women know about them than 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 I, I know. You know, I would agree to that. Uh, however, I wonder that if whenever women do go into a men's room, whether you know it's uh, you know whatever the circumstance. I remember being at Texas Stadium one time, which is where the Cowboys used to play. And I think I was calling like a girlfriend that I had at the time via a payphone, which tells you how long ago this was. <laughs> okay. There was like several payphones, and in the middle was a red phone that was only for people who worked there. Okay. And they were calling in. There was a call where there's a, yeah, we need some security backup. There's a woman in, there's a woman in the men's restroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, which at the Cowboys game is. You know, not the best place to be. Let me tell you, especially yeah. at the old stadium. I remember it's not good. I slipped and fell in the men's room one time, <laughs> and there was liquid on the ground. Didn't know quite what it was. I just knew it smelled really bad. Turns so out it probably it was, wasn't water. No, no, sir. Uh, it turned out it was beer vomit. <laughs> L- liquid beer vomit. It was. It was not. They had had no chunks. Okay. Uh, but the entire, I can't remember if it was left or right side of my body, literally the entire part, like you could see on that one side, like on my jeans, so all Some wet. guy couldn't handle his beer, that game. Not only could he not handle his beer, he could not handle throwing up into a receptacle of any type, <laughs> whether that be urinal or stall. Or uh, sink Correct. or something. Anything. Yeah, anything but the anything floor. Anything other than the effing floor. And, of course, I could not slip and fall in anything but this <laughs> beer vomit. Now, didn't the Cowboy Stadium... Uh, oh, and the worst thing floor, was... Wait, floors in the bathroom. Didn't they have, like, a, uh, there was a, a drain, drain? Certainly. Yeah, so for any events like this to happen, <laughs> it was easily just swept into the drain. Uh, Yes, there was a drain. Whether it was easily swept into that drain, <laughs> I would... Probably debate you on that because I. Well, if you're saying it was all liquid, it was probably easily swept in there. 
That's what I'm saying. That's if what I'm they threw up on the drain. However, there's only so much, so like, you know, an incline into that drain you can make it. Well, just to say, I don't know of any other bathrooms that have a drain in it. Like on the floors, just ready to be drained with piss and vomit <laughs> that's on the floor. Like they this were totally was, prepared for two guys to be taking a piss, and then one guy to say something, and the other guy to say what as he's turning towards the other guy? <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> they're really drunk. Yeah. Um, that's what Texas Stadium bathrooms were. They were not clean at all. No one knows the the floors of those bathrooms better than me. <laughs> and that, You're that, taking that naps excludes, on those floors. <laughs> well, that excludes people who actually have to clean those floors. Yeah. But yeah, I slipped and fell in it. And the worst part was it was like the end of the first quarter, so no one else wanted to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Which I clearly wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to sit there for the rest of the game. Awesome. Uh, and it was quite awful. I'm sure it was a good uh, moment of your life. It was quite awful. But uh, I don't remember where we were going with that. Anyways, I, I don't Adventures know of Pete and Pete, I haven't seen it lately. I haven't either. Um, but whenever I think of Adventures of Pete and Pete, I think of the episode where it's the summertime and there's the pool and they're, they act like that whole thing that you can put in a pool where if you pee, it gives you that like green circle around you or whatever. Uh huh. Um, from what, from what I understand, that's fake. Yeah. And I've from my experience, that's fake. <laughs> Uh, anytime I'm in a new person's pool and I pee, I, I, I'm worried they have that feature. And they never do. They never do. Yeah. I'm never caught. Uh, I'm the MP, mad peer. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, so I remember that. And I remember whatever the band was that did the opening song, they actually made an appearance in one of the episodes. Oh, yeah. And the bass player had this, like, humongous effing pick that he used to play. And so the younger Pete stumbles upon this band around the beginning of this particular episode and loves the song, which is the opening song of the show. Yeah. Goes back towards the middle slash end of the episode. And I don't know if that band never existed, but they're not there anymore. The only thing that's there... It's just like large ass pick, okay. That the bass player apparently used. I don't know. That's all you remember. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I remember that ice cream. The guy with the ice cream head. That was remember. the mascot for the ice cream truck. I can't say I watched a lot of Pete and Pete. That's fine. So I don't really remember. Fine. Um, your turn. My what turn. Uh, all that. Okay. What do you What do you remember about all that? Cheese police. Cheese police? We're Expl- like cops somehow <laughs> with <laughs> cheese with. I don't. It sounds dumb, I know. And for everyone out there, all that was kind of like a kid's version of Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live, Live which, which which had Keenan Thompson on it, who is now a full cast member on Saturday Night Live. And has been for years. Yeah. And, um. Oh, here it goes. Yeah. And, uh, also on all that was Amanda Bynes. Super hot. Ultra hot. I agree with you 100%. Not on that show, because she was like 10 years old, but when she was, mm-hmm. she's grown up now. Amanda Bynes is hot. If you're listening, Amanda, you know, I saw a, uh, yeah. <laughs> make sure to email us when we she's give you out our email. She's a huge Mac fan, so there's a good chance she'll give this show a try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I remember I saw like you know it wasn't anything big deal esque like a Playboy spread, but she did a, a photo shoot for Maxim a couple years ago. Oh yeah, where it was just like it was unfair, man, how hot she was, and it was in Maxim and not Playboy. She's hot, super hot. Although there was about a year or so where she was like Miss Piggy. I don't remember that year. I saw a couple like uh, on the cover of like Esquire or whatever those. Uh huh. You know, where they see, like, who's fat now? Yeah. You know, whatever. Look who's gained the most cellulite since 2007. <laughs> cellulite, yeah. Uh, the cellulite episode. The annual cellulite <laughs> uh, or, uh, issue. Um, yeah, she gained some weight for a while, but she's, uh, from what I understand now, she's back to her she's, normal petite self. She's good looking. Oh, yeah. Um, so she was also Would on you? all that. Of course. Yes. Um, some other people, you know... D-list actors on that show, but it was back in the day. I remember thinking it was funny. Oh yeah, I've I've watched it since on this '90s uh, network. Can you remember the name of the channel? I uh, you know the channel number, but the name of the channel. it's just like '90s Nick is what it was. That's what they advertised it as. It's only at night. Yeah, at eleven a eleven p.m. Central Time. Uh, '90s Nick three hundred three on Directv. Huh. Um. But I've watched it a couple times. Oops. It's, you know, kind of like any other show in the 90s we thought was really good back then. Looking back on it now, it's it's not all that great. Now, but, but it is watchable because I've watched it a couple times. Do you remember what uh, that show was a part of? No. Snick. I do remember Snick. Saturday, the Saturday night. Yeah. Nickelodeon, you remember? I think it was the last show on the SNCC lineup. What else was in the SNCC lineup? Are You Afraid of the Dark? Hated that As show. a kid? Scared the crap out of me. Scared the S out of me like you would not believe. As I remember I watched one episode, and it was an episode where they were by like a lake house, and there was like this mysterious figure that was always by the lake. Scared the crap out of uh -huh. me. Like I, <laughs> we live by it. Really did. Like I did not. That's the only episode I can remember ever watching in this mm. show. Even now, if it was on, I may not watch it because it scared the crap. Really, out of you me. wouldn't watch it now? I probably would. I would just to confront that fear. Yeah, I'm not big on confronting fears. Like I have a very rational fear of insects. Yeah. And roller coasters, even though those are so, like, not related. <laughs> but those are, like, two of the fears that kind of govern my life. Like, I I I will scream heights. like a girl. Yeah. Heights, yeah, they bother me, but I would rather take on heights every day for a year than take on a day of, like, full bugs or something. Oh, dude, I hate bugs I, so I, much. I will scream like a little girl. And not only scream, I will act. Like a little girl for about half an hour after like a close bug attack. Did I tell you that time uh, I went on a mission trip to the Dominican Republic, and uh, and so I went with my schools. I went to a private school. It was my senior year of high school. Christians, and um, and so we go on this trip and we get to our cabin and like the Dominican guy that's kind of you know helping us all out and everything. Sammy Sosa, something like that. Um. Sammy Sosa was, you know, showing us around our little cabin we were in, and there's this huge, huge spider that was in like the corner of the room, and my my friend was freaking out. It was kind of like you go into a haunted house, 
You don't act freak out because that's, that's who, when you get to see your friend's true color. That's who they go after in a haunted house is the person who's freaked out. Uh-huh. You're the person who's like, oh, huh, that's, you know, you're fake. I know that. They're not going to go after you because that's no fun for them. Yeah. They're going to go after the person that's freaked the F out. Typically girls. Yeah. Or your friends that act like girls. And th- this is what my friend was. And, uh, and you want to say his name? His name was Scott. Scott. Uh, I won't repeat last name. Okay. Um, his name was Scott. Not Scott Wilsey, though, who no. does another show on this. No, not this not network. Scott Wilsey, some other Scott. Okay. Scott, that's not a man. And uh, <laughs> and so there's this huge spider in the corner of the wall, and he was freaking out. And so Sammy Sosa, a.k.a. our Dominican <laughs> my guide person, brother, just used his hand and just palmed it. Oh, my God. And this spider is just in his hand. He's got a closed fist spider in the hand. And he was like, chasing, that sounds like code for something. And he was like chasing around my friend with this because he uh, knew he, he knew he was scared about it. And you know that what? That is not cool. And you know what? I was just as scared, if not more scared, than this guy. Uh-huh. But as I was in a like I was in a haunted house, you don't show it. Yeah. So I didn't show it, and this guy was got, got chased around like the, our little cabin for like thirty seconds, which doesn't sound like a long time, but no, it you know is, that is whenever so. That you know what that and, was not cool of Sammy Sosa to do that. And I just remember thinking like, oh my god, it's, I'm so far out of my comfort zone right I now. I want to go home right now. Yeah, mommy, mommy, please help me. Yeah, I don't know why I told that story. Where are you afraid of the dark? That's right. That's right. <laughs> somehow something so, that somehow doesn't explain it somehow, t- but <laughs> it, put it us does. on a tangent to uh, that that story. No, you know what though? I am deathly afraid of insects. Um. And I, whenever I'm trying to kill an insect, I get that same murderous feeling that I assume people who... It's like Charles Manson. Yeah, yeah, you know, like people who like uh, discover their wives cheating on them. And you kind of want to see them suffer I before will they die. Start, like, I will eventually not make sense. I am yelling at the top of my lungs. Like, I start out with like the worst cuss words I could ever think of and like that's just the starting point uh-huh. like I my my like my insides just burn with like you are go- you the stupid mfer is going to die yeah and I am going to do everything but physically teabag <laughs> this insect when I kill it like I am deathly afraid yeah I am too I don't deal with bugs no arachnids insects whatever i remember one time uh, centipedes if it has more than six legs six or more, more than two man i'm freaked I'm, out. I'm not dealing with it uh we a couple episodes back we did that show awkward camp uh-huh. um well at one of the camps uh you know it was like out in the middle of uh you know the oklahoma uh middle of nowhere yeah and um I remember I was wearing shorts, clearly, because it was very hot. Were you saluting them? <laughs> no. I did not salute my own shorts. Okay. There were some hot girls there, though, who I would salute not only the shorts, but anything else they were wearing. Um, although it was church camp, so I had to be very down low about it. Okay. I looked down. There was something bothering my ankle. I, I, I don't even like how the story's starting out. No, but you know what? I experienced it, which means I got to okay. tell it. I look down. There's a locust, and no one else can see this but Travis. Literally, that big on my ankle. That's like 
bigger than a silver dollar size. It's about the size of a, a baseball if you flattened it. Okay. On my ankle. I about had to get sent to the hospital for, like, my heart stopping. Yeah. I was so freaked out. And from this day forth, uh, you know, locusts must die. Um, Did I tell you about the time that I had... God, God considered locusts a plague. Yeah, there was a um, reason. He, he had two... Soft approach as far as <laughs> locusts as I'm concerned. That's not how I think of them. I think of them as like uh, locusts control Satan as far as that's how <laughs> okay. evil they are. Did I tell you the time I had a scorpion in my shoe? Did I here tell you about house? that? Yeah, here at the Why don't house. you tell him not only that, but when we first moved into this house. We first moved into the, this house. It was about 2000, 2001. The same house we're in now. Um when we first moved in, there were a ton of scorpions. Now, they, they weren't the huge, like, Madagascar scorpions. Mm -hmm. They were maybe, like, you know, three inches long. Yeah. But nonetheless, a scorpion. Oh, yeah. Uh, we found literally close to 70 scorpions our I, first I remember the first, first summer we were, like, the first year we were there, we counted over 100 scorpions. Oh, over 100. Over 100. Not, not one person got stung. Despite, like... I remember laying on the floor in our sister's room. I was watching a movie. You're drunk, clearly. I was watching a movie with my sister. We were watching The Princess Bride. And I remember this so vividly. I was I was laying on the floor with, uh, like, laying on, on my hands. Like, my hands kind of behind my head, you know, interlocked, whatever. Uh -huh. And I just happened to look over. There's a scorpion, like, four feet from me. Oh, my crawling God. Crawling towards me. Oh, my God. I flipped the F out. Oh, absolutely. Um, I remember there was another time that my mom, she said she was uh, walking just through the kitchen, stepped on a scorpion. Didn't have didn't its tail her. up. Didn't sting her. Killed it, but... Stepped on a scorpion. I was getting ready for school one day. This mm -hmm. was eighth grade. And I was sitting sitting uh, at the kitchen table on the seat. I had my shoes in my hands. And I went to go put on my right shoe. And I put, I put my foot in, and I feel like a stick. Like a stick, you know, like, oh, you know, I was playing out in the grass, and somehow a, a stick fell into my shoe. <laughs> and so I, like, uh, I... You know, turn my shoe upside down. I tap the front of my shoe, you know, for whatever the stick to fall out. Mm -hmm. Turns out it's a scorpion. Falls out onto my lap. And I just, I I flip S. Oh, yeah. And I, it, I was awake for the whole day. I was so, like, wound up. Because not only did I, did I step on this thing with my foot. <laughs> I put my foot into my shoe. I felt the scorpion with my foot. I dumped it out onto my lap, right where my junk is. Oh my god! And like, oh, I, my reactions were quicker than the quickest cat's reaction. Mm -hmm. I, I was just, I was so freaked out. You hissed at it first of all. I, I did. <laughs> and uh, like, like we were saying, I hate bugs. Oh yeah, you hate bugs. Um, you know what's crazy though is we got used to the sight of scorpions. Oh yeah. Like I said we saw over. <laughs> Over <laughs> <laughs> and Travis recorded this song. Scorpion, and uh, yeah, like I said, we saw over a hundred of them the first year we were in the house. And I'd say a good eighty percent of those came within the first two or three months because we moved in, yeah, right at the beginning of summer. Because the the type of 
stone that our house is built out of is this stone called Austin Stone, which I think literally comes from Austin. But uh-huh. that's like a place that's known uh, for a large scorpion, uh, you know, a large uh, scorpion um, population. Yeah. And so they came to our house because clearly when they're picking out these stones, they don't wipe them off or anything like that, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But they came attached to this stone, this like white stone that our house is built out of. Yeah. So I always felt bad for my friends who'd stay the night and sleep, <laughs> sleep on the floor. You remember when I freaked out your one friend wearing that mask, that old man mask? Robbie, I think his name was. Oh, that was so long ago. Do you remember that, though? No. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, he was very jumpy about everything. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think it's a, it's it's a, uh, bad to say. He was a pussy. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, In the strictest feline sense of the word, maybe just to kind of cover our <laughs> But uh, he was a cat. Is yeah, what he was, was a total... <laughs> He was a total cat about everything. Okay? So, I don't know why I was so mean, but I thought, hey, he's a total cat about everything. My dad has this real freaky-looking old man scary mask. Okay. There wouldn't be anything wrong with me putting this on and and jumping out and scaring Travis's feline friend. Which I did. Okay. And... Needless to say, hour and a half later, he's on his way home because he's too scared to stay at our house any longer. <laughs> I don't remember that. I swear to God, this happens. But Ask I, I mom. Believe she, it. She, she, she remembered. He was uh, shaking, literally. Yeah. Because you know me, I not only am the still still the same OG. Uh, you know, I have the patience when it comes to stuff like that to hang out in your closet for about 10 to 15 minutes uh-huh. knowing that something Just, good's going to yeah. come out of it. <laughs> so you, you invested your time knowing you're going to get a good read. I invested my time wisely. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, I had to decide whether or not I wanted to commit that type of time. Uh, and it turned out that uh, in that particular time stock market, I got heavy returns on my investment. And... Uh, <laughs> I waited till you guys were just kind of chilling. Uh-huh. I just got back in your room from having like an after school snack because it was a Friday and he was spending the night. Okay. And uh, I bust out of your closet <laughs> and this old man, <laughs> he flipped the F out. Okay. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how much that, how much more I can go into with you know, without getting super explicit. But yeah. needless to say, literally he was scared. an hour and a half later, he was on his way home because he did not feel like he could stay in our house That's any awesome. longer. I don't remember that. I do remember the time I scared the crap out of you. Which time? Uh... I, I was in or high school. I scared the crap out of our maid that time. That's That's another story that's funny. Um... But I had just come home from like soccer practice that night from high school. So How long ago was this? It was when it was junior, senior high school, six, five or six years ago. Uh, we were in this house, and you were in your room, like getting ready for something, and you didn't hear me come in, obviously, because you were. Why ups- did you come? In? You were upstairs. And I just got home. Yeah, but at that time we didn't really talk to each other a whole lot. I mean, we did, but we didn't. 
Well, I just got home and I, I walked upstairs and I saw you were getting ready in your mirror for something. I don't know what you were doing. What you have for me? I have. But, uh, <laughs> and so I was like, oh, this Justin doesn't know I'm home. This is a good time to try and scare him. Okay. And so I hid like right, right outside. Did here. I hit you? You threw a Gatorade bottle at me. <laughs> Like you had a Gatorade bottle in hand, you walked out of your out of your room door, and I was right behind the corner. Oh yeah, and I just ah, and you were like f and threw this Gatorade <laughs> bottle at me. And I, was, I slightly remember. And I was that. like, dude, it's cool. It's, it's just me. Like, relax. <laughs> you know what? You don't want to mess with with fire because you might get burned. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I can dish it out, but I'll be the first to admit that doesn't mean I can take it. Okay? And it doesn't mean the person who can scare me is gonna end up being able to take it because I I will react very harshly, very quickly. I just remember. <laughs> did it? Did I hit you with the water? Oh bottle? yeah, you hit me with this Gatorade bottle. Okay, that Gatorade. was like half full. <laughs> he hit me in the arm. It wasn't in the head or anything, but still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell him the time that you scared our housekeeper. Okay, this is and by the way, this is our former housekeeper. Uh, okay, here's the thing: is um, our mother is very, very uh, gracious and generous, and anytime we can help out somebody with something like old clothes or something like that, uh, our mother is the first person to uh, show up with with the you know a bag of. Like her old clothes or my sister's old clothes when she was a baby or you know whatever. Uh, and I didn't know at the time, but she had given our then housekeeper a good amount of her clothes. So I think like a day or two before my mom had like scared me pretty bad. Um, because like I said, I can dish it out. That doesn't mean I can take it though, and I'll be the first person to admit it. And so I. Uh, I go into the pantry, you know, to get like a snack or whatever, and I see, uh, you know, my mom like kind of like she was messing with something on the floor. Okay. You know, so sort of like bent over kind of in her own world. And I'm like, wow, uh, my mom has not acknowledged me walking in to the to the pantry. I could probably scare the ass out of her right now. Yeah. Which I proceeded to do. I like whenever I scare someone, especially if I'm like coming up behind them, like sneaking. I'll you put your hands on them. Yeah, I, I I barely put like my fingertips like on their back or whatever. And go like <laughs> exactly, yeah. and that's what I did. And my mom like jumped She's and like, was oh, scared and turned around. Death. And I realized that's not my mom at all. <laughs> that's the maid of my mom's old clothes. <laughs> And I literally almost scared the piss out of her. <laughs> and you have to understand, like, at, we never, like, this particular housekeeper, and this was a while back, you know, this yeah. was a long, this was a good five or so years ago. Like, you know, she didn't necessarily speak a whole lot of English. So it's not like we had a, uh, you know, any type of, like, relationship other than, like, I need some clothes washed. Yeah. Where's uh, Estella? was her name um for anyone and out so there i just a quick comparison anyone out there if you ever watch family guy there's a housekeeper <laughs> on family yeah, guy absolutely um oh, oh I, no i i i know yeah, yeah it's 
that's pretty much what our housekeeper was. Yeah. Was the the they maid, modeled the maid from Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mercedes. And you scared the crap out of her. Oh my god. And I wasn't there, but hearing the story <laughs> I can always the, laugh out loud. I could have the worst. I always LOL. I could have the worst day of my life. And then you tell me that story and I'll be insta cheered up <laughs> because it's that funny. And I, as funny as you think it is, that's how bad I scared her. Oh, I, I'm sure. You could not like imagine her being more scared than she actually really was. <laughs> that's because awesome. You know, I thought I was scaring my mom. Why would I hold back? Yeah, you go full out. I balls to the wall. Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. I did the opposite of holding back. Yeah, you went. You went full out. I did the whole stunning thing, which by that I mean, you know, like kind of shaking, shaking her a bit. You know, like touch, like huh. You know. Yeah. Uh, pretty hard and I yelled pretty loud and you know how loud I can you know I can get sometimes yeah and that was me purposefully trying to be loud she about died that's awesome she about died that's awesome so um, how this relates to Nickelodeon I'm not sure are you afraid of the dark oh yeah things that scare us um, I couldn't sleep the first the only time I ever saw it I don't remember what it was about but I remember I could not sleep no, and at I, that time I believe it at that time you know I was young enough like I wasn't even double digits old. Yeah. Um, I had a hard time going to sleep if my parents were asleep, which means all the lights were off. Yeah. Uh, I literally was afraid of the dark when I was little. <laughs> so, the like, show the didn't answer, help you at yeah, all. Yeah, the answer to the title of the question was yes. Yes. <laughs> you are afraid of the dark. Yeah. And so, like, whenever they were still up, the, like, the hallway, I always slept with my door open. Hallway light was always on. Uh-huh. Uh, which, you know, not subconscious maybe might be why I have a hard time falling asleep if the TV's not on. It's just that maybe that's that light. I don't know. That's going kind of deeper and not so funny. But uh, <laughs> Not so funny. <laughs> but, um, you know, if, like, I woke up and they were asleep, that meant, like, the hallway, again, because my door was open, the hallway lights were off. The the uh, From my bed at the time, I could see the the living room. And if the lights were off there... That's when I got afraid. Okay. So, so you were afraid of the dark. Literally, yeah. The title didn't help at all either. Okay. It was like, yes. Okay. I am afraid of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On to the next show. All right. Do you remember Rocco's Modern Life? Mm, that was after my time. Was it? Yes. Rocco was this wallaby. Didn't he wear a like Hawaiian shirt? Yes. Okay. Wore a Hawaiian shirt. His best friend was Heifer. He passed popcorn. Yeah, best best friend was Hepper. Heifer, he had a uh, another friend who was a turtle. Um, I'm aware of the show. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> that's that's another show they constantly show on the station. Okay, and I try to watch it whenever I can because I remember thinking it was one of my favorite shows back in the day. Really? Yeah. See, that was pretty. That was pretty after my time. It was, and uh, and so is the next one I want to mention. Which is Hey Arnold. Way after my time. That was way after your time. Like, like we mentioned, I'm three years younger than you. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but in Nickelodeon terms, yeah. that's like several series yeah. of different shows. Um, hey Arnold. Arnold had the, the football head. He lived, he grew he was in like the Bronx, and right? Did, did you know, yeah. And did you know that uh, his grandpa, which is like his father figure, 
is voiced by Dan Castellaneta. That didn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, and uh, the lady who does Agnes from The Simpsons, Agnes Skinner, and Mom from uh-huh. Futurama is the voice of the grandmother. Is that Tress McNeil? Tress McNeil is correct. Now, let me throw this. I was looking for the clip. Uh, I'm kind of not as drunk as I was when we started the show, but I'm still enough to where I don't really feel like digging on YouTube. The guy who does the Real Men of Genius commercials. Yeah. You know, the Real Men of Genius. Except not the singing part. Here's to you. Exactly. Same guy who does uh, um, in Halo, um, Captain Keys. Really? Uh-huh. I did not know that. And in the Bungie Fest, or Halo Fest, rather, which just, uh, you know, was a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. There was a panel that a lot of the voice actors were on, like, uh, you know, Steve Downs, a.k.a. Master Chief, and the chick who does Cortana, and, you know, all those. They they had a lot of the voice actors to, there for a panel, and they specially wrote a Real Man of Genius for Halo. Oh, really? And it was Mr. Warthog, bad Warthog driver. That's awesome. Yeah. That's more of a Halo thing, but uh, it was amazing. Like, seeing this guy for the whole panel, and it's it's one of those things, like, as soon as you see that missing puzzle piece, there's no way you can not see that missing puzzle piece, which means whenever I hear that guy do a voice, there's no way I can't hear the real men of genius voice. Really? However, until I knew that that was the guy who did it, no way I'd ever been no able clue. to guess that in a, yeah. in a million years. However, now that I know that, the Captain Keys character in Halo sounds like the real meta genius voice to me. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, okay, so real quick, a couple other shows. There was All Real Monsters. I never watched a whole lot of that. Me either. Um there was Keenan and Kel, which was a spinoff of Keenan and Kel from all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Funny Keenan and Kel, which was a spinoff of Keenan and yeah, Kel. Yeah, from all that. Um, oh, here it goes. F- funnier than you would think it would be. Like, going back, that's one of the funnier shows that's that's on there, to be honest. They work in a convenience store, right? Yeah. A convenience store. Who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. That's right. And um, I love orange soda. You too. love orange soda. Uh, well, some case. I also... A couple other shows that were probably more uh, past your time was Cat Dog. Oh, yeah, way past. Uh, I remember thinking that show was okay. I remember you were probably borderline for that. Yeah, I was pretty borderline for that. And then do you remember the Angry Beavers? No. (laughs) Yeah, that was way past your time. I was kind of past my time, too. Um, So really, there's only one show that's kind of left that I'm thinking of. All right. And... uh, that's Ren and Stimpy. Oh, Ren and Stimpy. And did you know that Billy West, the great Billy West, was the voice of Stimpy? Billy West, voice of Bender. Bo- no, Billy West, oh, voice oh, of I'm Fry. Sorry. I'm thinking of Duh. John DiMaggio. Yeah. Billy or West, DiMaggio, the voice of Fry from Futurama. That's right. I'm sorry. Doug, the red M&M. He also did Stimpy. Okay, yeah. Ren and Stimpy. I can see that. And, uh... That was a show that might have revolutionized cartoons. Um, it was so early that it, it... Not as early as The Simpsons. Not as early as The Simpsons, but I in terms it, of the Nickelodeon revo- shows. I think it revolutionized... And this goes beyond Nickelodeon. 
Sorry, I'm sitting here messing with my mic. That's what all this is. Yeah. Uh, um, I think it revolutionized that like super, super, super specific like artistic type of funny cartoon, right? Like, like the predecessor to anything that has ever been on Adult Swim. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd agree with that. The Simpsons, I don't think you could say that about, right? Because they they were, I think, even from the beginning, even though they were an, an anim, they were the first anim like primetime adult animated show in the you know in a sea of nothing but like live action sitcoms, right? Uh, they were still fairly mainstream. Yeah. Whereas Ren and Stimpy, I think you could probably say, you know what? I yeah, I could see them in an like in an alternate universe being on Adult Swim. If they're not already, I, for all I know, they could be. Yeah. But I was never a big Ren and Stimpy fan. I remember like, thinking I, it was okay. I understand. I, like, I remember laughing at some stuff, but, like, a lot of it was just, I'd, uh, at the, I was too young, maybe, to, like, fully get the humor. And so I grew up thinking, oh, Ren and Stimpy, that's funny, but not that funny. Okay. But I, I remember thinking Dad it was okay. loving it. Yeah. I remember that. Um... That pretty much wraps it up. There's some other shows like, uh, let's see, what else was out there? I'm, uh, Kablam. You remember Kablam? I remember the name. Uh, it's, it was, there was a lot of different segments. <laughs> I'll cut that out. There's a lot of different segments to <laughs> Kablam, kind of. Um, what, what exactly was Kablam now? It, it was like there was these two hosts. I forget what their name was, and they like hosted the show. And there was a segment that was like all action figures, and then there was another segment of like animated. Yeah, it was animated, um, except for the action figures part. Hmm. Uh, it's kind of hard to describe because I That's really fine. don't. I don't remember a whole lot about it either. Fail um, or not fail. Fail. Okay. Uh, there's some other ones that were way past our times. I remember barely watching, like uh, the Wild Thornberries. Probably. Um, they went around in an RV, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That's all I remember. Um, Rock, yeah, Rocket Power, where like, there was these kids that were like skateboarding. No, that was super past my time. Yeah, that was way past That doesn't time. even sound familiar to me. Um, I know that... Uh, from all that, Amanda Bynes had that spinoff show, The Amanda Show, that was on Nickelodeon. Really? She had her own spinoff? Yeah. Um, she had that show on the WB. Yeah, that was a different show. That was What I Like About You, I think is what it was called. <laughs> wow. I know. I know. Um, we went from... <laughs> we went from... Uh, are we taking a break yet? No. Let's take a quick break. Whoa. Because uh, we're about an hour in. Yeah, it's about over. We're it's about over, much but we done. can't quite end it, though. Yeah. Because we have to do a commercial and then come back. And then, we'll, I'll tell you what, after we come after we come back, we will discuss our all-time, at this point in time, our all-time favorite Nickelodeon shows, uh -huh. then we'll end. How's that? Okay. On episode 41 of TechFan, Tim Robertson reviewed the HP touchpad and gave it a mediocre score. By the time we started recording TechFan 43, HP had killed the touchpad. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. There, there Tim. Tim, it's okay. It's okay. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Tim, Tim, it's okay. You can't help it. These things happen. TechFan. 
the podcast too many industry leaders listen to and unfortunately get advice from. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't listen to Tech Man. I'm so sorry. Not because I'm gay. All right. And with that, we're back. Yes. Doug. Doug's your number one. If I... Now, what episode of Doug sticks out to you? There's too many to name. Okay. Truly, there are too many to name. Yeah. What I remember most, though, in Doug, is the, the phrase or whatever, Dear Journal. Yeah. Like the very overemphasized journal <laughs> and uh, maybe if I'm thinking back to it the, the episode that sticks out in my mind the most was the one where he had the cavity the cavity either the one where he's they both take place in a the movie theater the beginnings at least the cavity one he's in the theater and he uh, it, he takes a bite of like a uh, you know candy bar or something okay I think he, I remember he's that he's like you know, and and, and the re- the rest of the episode is him having nightmares about the dentist and all these like sharp blades and all that. And it turns uh-huh. out at the end, he's like, "That's it," you know, whatever. Yeah. And then the other one is whenever he's super scared to see this part in this movie. Now that's one of the episodes that sticks out to me. And at the end, he's like, "Oh my god, you can see the zipper." Yeah, like everyone was uh, saying how scared that this movie was and he tried to watch it one time and he with like all, yeah with all his friends and he was scared he had to close his yeah, eyes covered his eyes up and he tried several times to confront his fear and he couldn't he finally do it. did finally yeah. did and it turns out none of his friends were able to see it because they were all closing their eyes as well yeah yeah and uh and it turns out it was like this bad costume i had a zipper in the yeah. back that you know blah 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 now do you remember that doug uh, who was the real hero of that show? Who's that? Pork Chop. Pork Chop. The dog. He was a man. He was the man. Now, do you, man mem- do you remember Smash Adams? The name sounds Smash Adams was Doug's version of James Bond. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Smash Adams. Smash Adams. <laughs> and uh, anytime like Doug was would think of something like Secret Agent... Smash at a secret agent. Did he have like a Connery voice? I don't think so. He had the Doug voice, but he was still, he was the James Bond of Doug with Smash Adams. Can you do a good Patty Mayonnaise? I can't do a good Doug. Or something like that. <laughs> That's closer than what you threw out. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you threw out nothing. I'm not going to dispute that. Hi, I am Patty Mayonnaise. I am Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> Patty Doug. Mayonnaise. Oh, Doug. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's not. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that we can both agree. Doug is the number one Nickelodeon show of all time. Like if if you sat me down and said you have to watch the entire series of. A Nickelodeon show. Uh-huh. You get to choose, though. Yeah. What's it going to be? I do not even hesitate. I tell you, Doug, give me Doug right now. Yeah. And it it shows just how good the Nickelodeon version of Doug was whenever Doug went to Disney and there was the Disney version of mm-hmm. Doug that just sucked balls. Yes. Yeah. That one wasn't good at all. 
for one reason or another, it just it didn't feel right. It didn't feel like it was Doug. No. It was like Doug 2.0. They upgraded. Well, you know, they didn't just, even have the same voices for every character. Yeah. I mean, it's clear they... I don't remember which characters, but it was clear they replaced some key character voices. Yeah. It's, and it's for a cartoon, that's, that's a it's big huge. deal. That's like replacing, you know, Homer Simpson with... Or Dan Dan Castellaneta as Homer Simpson with like with Nicolas Cage as Homer Simpson. (laughs) I mean, it's not ever gonna work, and that's why one reason I attribute the Simpsons like being around because they've been around since '89, 22 years. One reason that they've been so successful is there really have haven't been a lot of deaths in the Simpson family. Besides, like, like cast, yeah, as as the cast goes, like, let me try to put that piece of popcorn in my mouth and it fell out. Did you miss? Uh, I mean, obviously, there's Phil Hartman, Hartman who died, yeah. um, but really, besides that, all the main voices, all the characters are still there. They didn't have to replace really anybody with any other voice, and to me, that's amazing. For now, there was a brief point in time that never aired, I don't believe, but where the Simpsons. Voices, the guy, the people who did all the voices, at least all the main voices, anyways, were on like they wasn't the writer's strike or anything like that, but they said that none of them would do it until they all get got paid more. Oh, yeah, this was maybe about five or six years ago. I don't remember that. And so, like, they stuck to their guns so much so that the producers did a worldwide search Uh to try to find people who could do. Like impressions of the voices, yeah. so good that they could put an episode or two out. Uh-huh. Like, because they weren't they weren't trying to be recasted permanently. So it was more to fill like in the gap. More like while we're dealing with this, this may take longer than we would like. So let's scour the earth. And the I heard the character that held them back. They could not find anybody. Lisa. No. Bart. Not that main of a character, actually. Um, a poo. Oh, yeah? Really? They said that they could not find anybody who did even close of an Apu as... Um, that surprises me. Yeah. He seems like that'd be a character that would be easy to... You would think, take. right? Yeah. I would think Homer would be the one that would be helpful. Yeah. How many people... I mean, you hear people who have a decent, like, Bart, maybe. Yeah. And Lisa might be up there with Homer, right? But everyone's got a Marge. Yeah, I think Lisa would be up there, too. But I think Homer would be the hardest one to sell. Yeah. Because I I don't know anybody who has even a Homer impression, much less a good one. No, I don't know That's just the people I know, at least. Yeah. Um, So that's what amazes me about The Simpsons. They've been around for so long, and they really haven't had to replace any... They haven't replaced any voices. Like, even when Phil Hartman died, they just took out those characters. Which sucks. Yeah, because Troy McClure Troy was McClure, the man. Um, the lawyer, H- Lionel Hutz. Uh, he also did the voice of Lyle Landley. Um, you know, a few other voices that were that were good, and they just they couldn't replace it. We should try to redo like a a scene or two from The Simpsons, <laughs> like for the show, maybe. We'll think about that for next time. I mean, we might have to do it on Drunken Jap. Uh-huh. I don't know how cool Tim would be with, like, redoing, like, copyrighted or whatever. Yeah, trade probably or whatever material, but... We can do it on our own. That's what I'm saying. With no parental supervision. Tim is kind of the parent, isn't he? Yeah, he is. 
Uh, which is good because we need boundaries sometimes. Um, so that's pretty much it. That's our talk on 90s shows. 90s Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. 90s Nickelodeon. That's what both me and Justin grew up with. Um, so it's fun to reminisce about the old old days. You so, know what I just remembered? Rugrats, though, were the only ones, for a while at least, who are they're at least the from the shows that we, you and I both remember well, who had a movie. That's true. I don't remember what it was about. I don't either. But they did have a movie. I forgot about that. Angelica. Angelica. She was hot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I believe her character is three years old, Travis. Well, you can take it or leave it. <laughs> wow. How does she fit into the adult Rugrats? She, I don't know. I really don't remember. Like, do they still believe that, like, God is literally the light in the refrigerator? I don't think so. I like, they're just really they dumb could. adults. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that the, the adult Rugrats ever worked out. It couldn't have been good. Who was your... Did you like Chuck... And this is the last question, I swear to God. Because I, I think I remember you liking Chucky the best. I did like Chucky a lot. Because, see, I was a Tommy guy all the way. Yeah. You stuck to your Tommy gun. <laughs> uh, nice. What did you like about Chucky, though? He was such a a, a cat, if you understand my... <laughs> I, I really don't remember, to be honest. Because right, I found him so annoying. He is a little bit. You know what they? I'm scared, you guys. They all awful. they all are a little bit in their own right. Not Tommy annoying. though, really. Holy Whoa, I'm still <laughs> I'm still good. Okay, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we might just need to finish it up. Yes, soon. I, I kind of got punched in the jaw. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, the microphone we have mounted. You can fit it in this. No, nah, I'm good. For now. <laughs> okay. I'll just stay like this. Yeah. Well, all right. I wish I had a camera to take a picture. Well, you um, don't. But, uh, yeah, so anyways, um, the main thing you need to take out of all this is that I was right. Justin was right. That Doug is the better show. Uh, yeah, I agree to that. I agree to that now. And um, the last thing I have to say, IU, killer, killer tofu. tofu. There you go. Um, go to, uh, what is it, gse.com? No. Geekyshowever.com? Yes. Yeah. Uh, our email is gsc at mymac.com. Yeah, you could also, though, get in touch with us individually. Yes. Uh, you can email me. I'm Travis at jtpodcasts.com. And I'm Justin at jtpodcasts.com. But really try to get in touch with us with the GSC uh, email address. No one's gotten in touch with us for that yet. All I've gotten are a bunch of spam. And... Uh, some of the messages have nothing but Japanese characters in so <laughs> okay. it's not hard to tell at all that those yeah. are spam. You might need to fix that. Mm-hmm. Or the listeners need to fix that. No, listeners listeners can just uh, make it up to me for having to admin this email address. It's just nothing but spam all the time. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, so get in, into contact with us. Tell us if there's anything you want us to talk about. Yeah, you know what? I would love to hear some of the listeners' show the shows that they remember growing up with. They don't necessarily have to be Nickelodeon. Yeah, whether it's Flintstones. Or like, uh, you know, uh, Welcome Back, Mr. Cotter, or whatever that show was. Stanford and Mr. Son. Conte. Yeah, something like that. Uh, which kind of, we didn't point out, Nick at Night. 
Oh yeah, that had, oh, like, that was such a huge part. Like I Love Lucy and Happy Days oh, and God. the Wonder Years and and uh, oh, what was the one with uh, the Fonz? Happy Days. Yeah, that I was on there. I a said lot. That. Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> the other one though. Tra- <laughs> Happy Days uh, he was Part on Two, Electric Laverne Boogaloo. and Shirley, a little okay, bit because that go. was a spinoff. But um, it was mostly for me, Andy Griffith and uh, I Love Lucy. Yeah, mostly though, I Love Lucy. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so that was good too. That deserves its own little place. You even had quite the place in your heart much younger, but for Nick Jr. Uh, yeah, Nick Jr. Eureka's more, Castle was a huge player in your childhood. I remember blues, having to suffer through that. Blues Clues was really. I was. I liked Blues Clues growing up. Um, what else was there? There was Gola Gola Island. Yeah. What about the Lamb Chop? Was that PBS? Lamb Chop. That was PBS. Okay. But you were a fan of Lamb Chop. And then there was Franklin the Turtle. Don't remember that one. I remember him. I remember Franklin the Goalie. No, it was Franklin the Turtle. Okay. Um, that's about all I can, I can remember. All right. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we covered it all. Yeah. Um, so... Those were huge formative years for us. And, yeah, and, they and were. Formative shows, uh, you know, shows that we, especially at that time, measured everything against. Yeah. Um, we had a good time growing up with those shows. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's fun to reminisce about them. So hopefully y'all enjoyed it. If not, then listen to the next show. Now, this is seriously the last question. Is Nickelodeon as big of a deal to kids nowadays as it was to us? No. Not really? even close. That's sad. I, it really is. I can't tell you the because t- you know what I still think the shows that we watched would still hold up oh, to the totally. kids of the generation like totally. now. And you know what to ver to or to uh, I don't know, kind of support what like you validated. said. That yes, to validate what you were your opinion back in the day that Rugrats was the best show. I don't think there's a generation of or there won't be a generation for a long time of kids growing up that can't identify with that show. Yeah. You know, just yeah. the way they approached everything from the point of view of a little kid, like two or whatever they were. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, that, that's almost timeless, really. Yeah, kind of The only is. reason why that wouldn't become identifiable with, with kids is like uh, the quality of the animation might not hold up. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. I don't know. Maybe it would, but... I, I think it would. I think... Because I've seen it. It would for a, a while. It would. You, you could still... Like, if I right now had a five-year-old, which I don't. That you know of. But yeah. <laughs> but if I did, um, I would pop in some Rugrats. I'm sure they got DVDs or videos or something. Because I know I I used to have some Rugrat VHSs. Uh-huh. So I assume they're at least on VHS, maybe DVD. I would pop one in and I would, my, my kid would enjoy watching it if I had one. <laughs> Um, and that I think that goes with just about any other Nickelodeon show. That's how well they stand out to me, because that's what that's that's all we watched. There are several uh, seasons or collections or whatever of Rugrats on iTunes. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, like Rug- I said, there's, was- a, there's a movie Rugrats: colon, Tales from the Crib. Interesting. Didn't they go to like London or something? I have no clue. That doesn't sound or Vegas or I don't. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much it for our Nickelodeon shows. 
Which Man, is, there were several Rugrat movies. Really? Yeah, Rugrats, Tales from the Crib. There's several Tales from the Crib, actually. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they they took it too far. A little bit. It looks like. They jumped the shark a little bit. It certainly looks that way. Um. So, yeah, 90s Nickelodeon was was our staple of mm. TV when we were Double kids. Dare. Double Dare, I remember that. With Mark Summers? Yeah. Um, then there was Stick Stickly, which... Clarissa knows t- best? Clarissa explains it all. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Didn't I say that last yeah, time? Yeah, you, you made fun of me for about a week for saying <laughs> Clarissa knows best? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. And then there was uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple, where... That sounds familiar, but I don't remember what show that was. They, um... It was, like, a couple... There was, like, a, a few different teams that did, like, some obstacle course... And then there was like one team at the end that did like a bonus obstacle. Is that where they course. would do that thing like they through had the to, water? Like they had the thing like they were kneeling on and they had to like pull themselves across with the rope and um maybe. Or was that guts? That might have been guts. Guts. But this one, the big thing was they had to solve like the golden monkey puzzle. <laughs> and they could never do it, but there was only like three pieces to the puzzle. It sounds familiar. Yeah, that's what Legends of the Hidden Temple was. You remember the video game show? No. Okay, I don't remember. And this oh, you know what? I kind of do. Yeah, like it was it was all like arcade yeah. games that nowadays are considered classics. So like there would be something like maybe a question that was asked and the loser or some, I don't quite remember exactly how it went, but it basically ended up to like you had to to, to wager points or whatever that could you get like 10,000 points, for example, in, in uh, Gattaca or Galactica or whatever uh-huh. uh, in 30 seconds. And if you got over 10,000 points, then obviously your team got those points. If not, then you lost that amount of points. Yeah. I, then, I vaguely remember that. And then at the end, there was the big challenge where they said that the players entered into the video game. And I remember thinking, man, that must be crazy to look around and all you see is video games. Yeah. But all they were in front of was like a green screen, and they were like, <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I have like, no idea what show that was. Though. I don't remember the name of it. But but I, I do remember that, though. Yeah. Um, That's all I got. Yeah, so hopefully we covered it all. Um, thanks I'm for listening. I'm sure we didn't. But yeah, well, we covered a lot. We covered the stuff that really matters. Yeah, and um, so thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Um, shows are going to be coming out more frequently than once every month. <laughs> uh, so hope you all enjoyed. Yes. Um, so for everybody listening, thank you all. That's Justin over there. You know, say what's up. What's up? I'm Travis. What's up? <laughs> you stay golden, pony boy. Hey, dude.